0: Welcome to the Talking About Life podcast. I am Kowski. My name is Ian Lipkowski. I am your host. Today, we have yet another guest. We are always thankful for our guests. We thank our guests for their time, for their energy, and for coming to share their passions and their knowledge with us. We have, as our guest today, Cat Hart. Kat Hart or at F G on Facebook her bio reads: Fairy Godmother. I see a peace-filled, loving, and united world. I'm a fan of those who are kind, giving, loving humans. OCM and MM fam. Cat, pleasure again to have you on the show today. How are you doing today, and how are you doing in general?
1: Oh my gosh, I am. I'm doing uh, amazing. I am so glad we finally connected. Um, first of all, I owe a huge apology to Ian because I. Uh, Um, had to reschedule a couple of times and, and as life has it, it's, it's it's just so interesting when, when, uh, you know, things play out the way that they do, you see them going one way in your brain. And then in real life, it, it kind of goes a different direction. And, um, you know, for me, it's, it's about just being really humble and accepting what's going on and going, okay, like. If I made a mistake, let me fix it because I screwed up when it came to, you know, the planned original time. And then um, also forgiving yourself, you know, like having grace with myself and going, okay, this is something that's fixable. So I love the life lessons Um, for me. Everything. Everything is learning. I am grateful every day. Uh, i am feel like i'm getting better and better every day i am so excited for this year this year just i feel it i'm feeling it this year like there's something really super magical about this year so i i'm ready to i'm ready to go <laughs>
0: awesome i love that i love the uh positive energy like i said the show is about the guest passions and positivity and you know helping people and helping the world often as part of it so i love to hear that amazing Uh, sorry go ahead
1: no no i was just amazing i'm just was just happy (laughs) oh
0: oh, of course echo echo the positivity right make positivity louder and i love that like it's funny you're literally sharing a lesson about us planning the episode which is like so meta because like we're on the episode but i i agree um with both points that you made one is being you know accountable and the second was not being too hard on yourself You know, when you're trying to plan something, is it a little bit frustrating or inconvenient if someone has to move plans? Yes, of course. But on my side, I'm also a positive person. So I understand that life happens. I think there's a quote that says, life is what happens while you're out making other plans. So, (laughs) you, you know, the way you communicate is important. Yeah, it's like inconvenient. You know, we have to reschedule to some extent. But am I mad at you? No, because you were honest. You let me know what was going on. You, you know, said everything about trying to make an effort to get things right and get things planned correctly. So that's, that's all it is for me. Like, I don't hold things against people. If I could see myself in their shoes, like ever, or even if I can, I try to get there. I try to stretch my mind to see, okay, is this person out to get me? Like, where's the intent? And, you know, obviously some things, if they happen by accident, like, you know, someone accidentally killed my family, that would be very hard to get over. But even in extreme situations, are you mad at the person? You know, I guess if they're drunk driving, yeah, I guess to some extent I'm mad. But still, it's getting to that place right. where you don't carry that grief with you. You don't carry the burden of your mistakes on your mind and on your soul and on your energy. Right. And you keep that positivity. Now, Kat, right. dying dying to know, I've, I've been dying to know <laughs> forever that I've been following you. You're godmother like it's cat heart fg i'm assuming the fg is fairy godmother it's in your bio it's the first thing in your bio what what is that all (laughs) about i mean like you know are are you a fairy godmother yes what is you know what is the context of that
1: yes i am a fairy godmother i am quite magical i help make dreams come true um i've uh been able to craft some incredible um dreams for people in their lives and help them to come to fruition. Uh, how the title started was I started TikTok uh, a couple years back. And basically, I'm, I'm a gypsy by blood. So I'm Romanian, Hungarian, and Sicilian. I have uh, clairvoyance in my family. Um, we have, you know, we're empaths. We're um, basically we do you know, we've done readings, we've done cards. I mean, even when we get together, like for family things, we do cards together and do fun little readings together. And,
0: how um, it's, all, it's like,
1: pardon. Yeah. Like tarot, um, I'm really angel cards. I mean, we're really, um, my family was raised very Catholic and very, um, spiritual. And so I, for me, I'm always about the light and I'm always about like, I don't mess around with like Ouija boards or anything like that because for me, there's, some doorways that can be opened that I personally don't want to walk through. Um, So, and I don't want what's coming through from the other side. So I'm very much about energy. I'm very much about light. I'm very much about the universe. I'm very much about um You know, having uh, my higher power, you know, like God in my in my soul has uh, really helped to lead me to um, some higher grounds. And I'm, you know, I I, I'm accepting of everybody, like in terms of your belief system, what you practice. uh, I don't want to have judgment against anybody. Um, But when I, you know, kind of put my spirituality out there, uh, a lot of the kiddos on TikTok were like, oh, well, you're like, you know, like you're like a fairy godmother. And I was like, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm like your gypsy godmother," and like, "No, no, no, you're fairy godmother. Like, you're you are magical." And I was like, "Okay, I get the magical part because I felt that my whole life, but I never like accepted the title of fairy godmother." And finally, one day, everybody just kept saying, "Would you be my auntie? Would you be me, my nana? Would you, you know, like, would you be my godmother?" Like on TikTok. And I finally just said yes. I'm, I'm saying yes to everybody. I, I want to be there. I feel like I'm a guardian of the planet. I feel like I was put here. In fact, I don't want to say that anymore. I know I was put here to make a difference. I know that I was put here to uh, usher in greater things into this planet and for me to be the best version of myself and to encourage others to do the same. And so I finally accepted my role as fairy godmother and fully embraced it and stepped into it. And it's been incredibly magical. It's one of those things that, you know, they say when you reinvent yourself, um, you really kind of become that person. I mean, I think of like Elton John, right? Elton John he didn't start out that way. He literally created this persona that was who he is and the music and the magic that he brings to life and the, the energy that he brings to people's lives is real because it's who he decided to embody and it's who he decided to embrace as a person. And I think that's what we all need to do is really embrace who we are. Because we're all magical and we all have this beautiful persona inside of us that is literally who we are, what our magic is, what we're meant to do here on this planet, how we're supposed to get out of our own way and have the confidence to really step into that space. Because I guarantee I am not the only one that has looked at somebody that is a mentor or that is speaking publicly going, wow, really? Like... I can do what they're doing and I know I can blow this out of the water. Like I know like this person's really like supposed to be like a inspirational or an influential person. And I'm sitting there listening to him going, no, like that's, that is, that is not the message that I'd be putting out there. So if I'm going to open my mouth and say something like that, I better be willing to back it. And I am, I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to put the positive messages out there. I, I, bring magic to people's lives. Um, The energy that I generate in my life is definitely pours onto others in their lives. And it makes me very, very happy to not only be that person, but to accept that role. And yeah, I love being fairy godmother. I, I just, I feel it.
0: (laughs) And I, I love that story. I love the way that it came about um, where it's like, something where it's like just give the people what they want like it wasn't even you who came up with like a title or you know putting on you know airs or names or whatever it is you know some people would say who who are you to call yourself a fairy godmother right i I don't think like that i think call yourself whatever the fuck you want but even to those people you'd be like well it it wasn't me i didn't call you know i just i had to give the people what they want there was high demand and i (laughs) <laughs> how could I, how could I I'd be a bad person not to give it to him, You know, kind of. right. so.
1: that's actually the truth. I mean, really? Cause they, they wore me down because I really liked the gypsy godmother because I was like, okay, it's my heritage, you know? And, and, um, a lot of the 20 somethings were like, yeah, but gypsy could be a, a, a Yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask ways. you that is
0: cause you said gypsy, you are a gypsy. It, mm-hmm. I just said it too. Like, should, should I not be saying that? Cause I've heard that too, that like it could be taken as a derogatory term.
1: Right. And again, I have to go back to what you said about intention. Uh, You know, what's your intention for using the word? Because to me, it's literally explaining a, a heritage. You know, it's like, to me, it's like saying someone's Jewish. You know what I mean? Like that's their heritage. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not, using it as a slang, you know. So if someone said, "Oh, you're you're gypsy, you're Romanian, you're Hungarian," that to me personally would not be offensive. However, I would just say you have to read your audience because there are people out there that that would be offensive towards. Um me personally, I just don't get offended very easily. I have a very strong uh constitution, I have a very strong spine, I have very thick skin. Um I've been around media and um, you know, events and things. Most of my life, so I've I've seen a lot, heard a lot, and I think a lot of people take offense to a lot of things very easily. But I also think that there's people out there that are going out of their way to hurt people. So again, I have to go back to like what you said: intention. What's what's your intention?
0: Yeah, I I you agree know. With you. I think it's also one of those things where, like, growing up, I feel like when I was growing up, it wasn't a slur. And it's like one of those kind of like later social justice movement type things. But it's funny because I have a few people that I know that are Romanian and they all say, yeah, like my family's like our gypsies, like they, they, they think the same thing. Like they grew up the way I grew up and like, you know, they don't take it as a negativity, but yeah, like now that I know that some people are offended by it, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to keep saying it kind of thing. Cause I don't, you know, i prefer not to offend people if it's, you know, if it's that easy a, of a change, like, don't say this. Okay, sure. I, will, I won't say that. Right. Um,
1: well, and I had to refer back to
0: the 20 somethings
1: I had. I'm like, okay. Cause someone, a young gal called me on it. She goes, well, you know, that's a racial slur. And I said, wait a minute. Is it a racial slur if I'm actually Romanian though? And she came back and she goes, no. No, if you if that's you know the that's what you used to call yourself, you know. So again, for me, it's kind of like I mean, we're we're playing on this borderline. We're like walking this tightrope of you know kindness, respectability, and you know we just want to use our words. You know what I 100%. mean? Like again, I I I just I I would never want to outwardly offend somebody, but. You know, and yes, there's discernment in the words that we use and and using certain uh, languages or, but again, my heart is always in the right place. And I kind of feel like as adults, we should be able to have open levels of communication and you are absolutely allowed to say, oh my gosh, you know, that kind of like, set me off a little bit like what you just said like hurt my feelings or it set me off or having an actual conversation about it rather than getting upset and cancel culture and getting attacked yeah i I hate that side
0: of it the whole cancel culture i i agree with you like if you're a genuine person and you're just trying to get along don't create like this whole conflict and argument and vilify me because i made a mistake If I'm the type of person that's willing to correct it, like, relax. Like, sorry, I didn't know, but I didn't fucking know. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me ask you something. The the TikTok that you started, what sort of content are you producing on TikTok? Has it, like, changed over time? I know you said it's, like, positivity, but what was your thought process getting started? Oh, and, sorry, secondary part of this, was there, like, a catalyst? I know you said it was some people on social media you saw and you thought – You were kind of inspired or almost even indignant, like I could do a better job kind of thing and I'm going to prove it, which I love. Um, Was it just that or was there like an exact moment that made you start? And then what, you know, was the thought process of this is the type of content I'm going to make?
1: Um well I started doing TikTok because of Gary V. Um I was listening to his content for business purposes um definitely getting um more education on that front because Um, I've always been a very high-energy person. I've always been an inspiring person. I've always been that person that I am not afraid to speak. I am not afraid to get on stage. I've been an MC. I've been a stage manager. I've done tour management. I've worked in events most of my life. So there's been many, many, many times where... Uh, something happened to a speaker or um, one of the stage MCs, and I would have to go out there and introduce um, acts or bands or you know whatever content was going on on the fly. And so I, the one thing that that did give me is a zero fear of speaking in front of people. And it also gave me um, a very solution-oriented mindset. And so for me, it's when everything falls apart, immediately I get calm. And I'm like, okay, how do, I, how do I fix this? Like, what's the solution? What can I do? How can I correct this? That's where I go. And so I like that part of me. Um, so for me, um, I'm making content on TikTok that it started out, I was doing some like tarot and I was doing spirituality and I was doing uh, regular Sunday night sessions uh, with the kiddos.
0: Wait, and, I'm sorry. Just to, uh, just to clarify that so I get the picture. I, I could picture you doing tarot. Um, you said you're doing spirituality and other stuff besides the tarot. Could you just explain a little more like what, what was the rest of the content?
1: Um, a lot of spiritual, like, um, basically believing in yourself. Uh, I do angel messages because I get a lot of downloads when I get really quiet and I kind of hear that other, uh, worldly voice. Uh, inside, I take those as messages. And I get these beautiful, beautiful messages um, that are worth sharing. And I've gotten them my whole life. And a lot of times I've listened to uh, well-established speakers throughout the decades. And I'll hear something that I'm like, wow, I got that. I, I got that same exact download. I got that exact same uh, said in the same way, spoken in the same way. And to me, there's we need th- these speakers to come out and talk about these beautiful lessons. We need to support each other because belief only changes with daily practice. And for me, I really wanted to put content out there that mattered. And I really so I and one fun thing how I kind of blew up on TikTok is I, I've always gone out in nature. And kind of seeing, like, little creatures in the moss. Or I see faces in the trees. Or I see um, guardians in the rocks. I see literally images of um either people or animals or or next, you know, otherworldly beings. And I just see these images and I always have. And I've always in my mind thought, you know, as soon as I leave and walk around the corner, like these guys are getting animated. Like, like this tree is moving. Or this little guy is a real gnome and he's running around the forest. Because again, how do I know? I only know what's right in front of my face. And what I see. So I have always been had that childlike quality of being open to possibilities. And I love um, just the imagination. I love the fact that we are three dimensional beings. And there's multi dimensions out there that we literally can't see, because we don't have the experience of them in our DNA. So because we, we have no awareness of it, there could be literally something standing right in front of your field of vision and you wouldn't even recognize it because you have no frame of reference for what it is. The best example I have of that is the Indians watching Columbus's ships uh, come in and land on the shore when they were out at sea um, it's been told that they couldn't even see the ships out at sea and didn't realize that there was something different until they landed on the shore. And there was this massive boat that landed on their sands because they had no frame of reference for what a ship was. And so they didn't even see it on the horizon. They didn't see these, these massive ships coming from the horizon until they landed on the shore and I think that's a lot for a lot of us, like maybe sometimes why we don't see things that are coming because we don't have a frame of reference
0: when you when you and say so they we'll didn't get, see it, they didn't like like this is like a thing there's like a known thing, like I'm hearing this for the first time. like they literally saw nothing or right like they didn't even see the right. it's almost or,
1: like it's, it's like invisible like to you. It's almost or like or when you yeah, it, it would it would probably come off like a shimmer. Or like a shadow or it would come off like um, like cloaking because they they have no frame of reference. So they might see something, but they would never have any concept of what it is. So to them, the bird diving in the ocean or the orca swimming by probably would have had the same impact as this shimmer that was out on the ocean for them. So and I can't speak on how they were because obviously I wasn't there and any accounts that we have are, you know, secondhand filtered accounts that have come down through the generations. But what it's been told is that they literally couldn't even see them out on the water. Yeah, the
0: best the so, best way I could uh, relate to that concept is I've personally had like the experience not many times in life where, you know, I walk into a room or something and I go to look at something. And there's Mm -hmm. a very brief moment where my brain doesn't literally like doesn't know what I'm looking at or something like it's dark or whatever. Right. And I don't even know like what it is I see in between like the few seconds in between where I'm seeing like something. I don't know what it is to like my brain goes, oh, that's like a pile of clothes or something. But once (laughs) I realize it's a pile of clothes, I can't like look back like there's no way to like look at it the other way. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way to look right. at Right. Yeah, like at first artwork. it could be
1: like a coat hanging on the door could look like uh you know, a big a big person, a big person standing in your doorway. But then all of a sudden when you have the awareness, it's like, "Oh, it's just my coat hanging on the door." Then like you said, you can't unsee it. I, now, yeah, it's like it's just once coat. I saw, now I saw a pile of
0: clothes and I thought it was a fucking cat and I like out of the in my house. what the fuck is the cat doing in here? What the fuck? and and then I realized it was closed, and there was no way. there was no way for me to look at right. it and see the cat. I was I, I literally tried. I was like, how the fuck did my brain see a cat? I was like, let me look at it. Right. And I'm like, I look anything like a fucking cat, but I fucking saw one. I, so I, I get the concept of what you're saying. Cat, let me, let me, ask, or even let me better.
1: Or is if you've, you've been looking for something and it's right in front of your face, like literally right in front of your face and you don't see it. And you can walk back in that room three, four, five times until your, your state changes. Exactly or somebody else points it out to you. So once you calm down and you change your state, and then you walk back, all of a sudden, your wallet or your keys or your glasses or your phone or whatever it was you were looking for is sitting right where you thought it was. And it wasn't there for other times like you swear somebody just time looped through a wormhole grabbed your phone hit it for you for seven and a half minutes waited till you freaked out and calmed down and then went ahead and put it right back to where it was you'd swear it wasn't there it wasn't there it wasn't there it wasn't there but it was there the whole time why didn't we see it right
0: you don't see it because you don't have the uh mental framework for it and without the framework sometimes you can't process the info Speaking of framework this is something i wanted to ask you here Everything you're saying sounds as though I'm getting the idea. It really is very strongly based in your roots, the way you were brought up, experience you've had, your culture and your religion or spirituality, if uh, religion's the wrong word. Could you just explain a little bit? Like I've heard bits and pieces. There's what you see in movies. But what really is like, you know, the quote unquote gypsy or Romani religion and culture? Like, what is that all about? Um
1: you know I don't practice uh, like Romanian um religion or anything like that. Um I, I mean for me I can only speak on what I know and I grew Wait, up Wait sorry
0: hold on, hold on. Uh, let me Catholic. let me maybe I'm getting this wrong. I thought you were saying okay. you know all the stuff that you do the angels the tarot cards that is coming from like the quote unquote gypsy/Romanian slash spirituality. But then you were saying no it's it- It it
1: definitely does. But what what I would what I would add to that is it's really innate in my DNA. So like my DNA is um, evolved to a place where I can read energy. And I, I feel that has to do with the fact that it's in both sides of my bloodlines. Like my DNA on one side has the Hungarian and the Sicilian, and then the other side has the Romanian. And so I feel like the, the, the openness to being able to be clairvoyant, uh, do past life readings Um, work with people in their lives, um, you know, talk to loved ones who have transitioned and get specific information and answers. Like, why would I be able to do all that? And that's for me is because it's through my DNA that my DNA has evolved culturally, uh, generationally. And that just runs in my family as an affinity. Like, for example, some people can just sit down at a piano and start playing Beethoven uh, as a prodigy or they can pick up a paint brush and all of a sudden start painting like, um, you know, a, a master. Like, why is that possible? That's the way I feel about it is that it's just kind of in my DNA that that happens to be. That part of my DNA is evolved, not the painting part, not the music part, not the riding motorcycles part, but the spiritual and clairvoyant part. So I think everybody's got their magic inside. And I think everybody has certain areas where they are evolved in their families or they are evolved uh, in their souls. And that is something to, to look at. It doesn't mean that's what you have to do, but it could just be a natural affinity for you. And so for me, uh, we have this natural, uh, draw towards spirituality because of our DNA definitely does not mean that my whole family practices, uh, any kind of spirituality definitely does not mean that my whole family identifies with any type of, um, a gypsy status uh, definitely doesn't mean like, you know, on the family holidays, we get together and we all dress like gypsies and we're all like sitting around doing cards. I mean, like it, it, it sounds fun that that's how it would be. But in reality, it's just regular people, you know, exploring certain because things like tarot, um, pendulums, uh, even Ouija boards and those types of things. Those are all tools just like um a a a mic stand is a tool for a musician or you know um your your sheet music is a tool for a musician those are tools for people that practice spirituality in certain ways and so those things aren't necessary to be spiritual and they're definitely not necessary to practice any type of clairvoyance or um empathy or um uh, you know, just the type of spiritual work That really that really bonds people And connects people to one another We all have the ability to be clairvoyant The reason we're not At this point Have more evolution in our brains Where we are all literally being telepathic one With one another Is because most people have too much to hide And they're too embarrassed And they don't want people to hear their thoughts They don't want people to read their minds They don't want people to tap in when people find out I'm a clairvoyant, there's many, many, many times where people will shy away from me because they're afraid I'm going to read their deepest, darkest secrets. Whether I can or not, whether I can pick that stuff up or not, whether it's you know, open to me or not, I'm certainly not going to go digging into someone's private you know, parts of their life without their permission. I'm certainly not going to reveal private things to people publicly that I might know uh, you know, that type of thing. But that's part of my soul, like in keeping confidence and, and um, you know, just being respectful of people's personal information. But if people acted more in alignment with their values and they actually learned and they learned to not only forgive each other, but themselves and realize that we have to go through these things in order to evolve. And let's have a little bit more forgiveness for people. Because they just made a mistake and they want to evolve past that like really and truly that's tapping into spirituality. You're tapping into your heart space. You're tapping into compassion. You're tapping into the vibration of another being and saying I get you like I feel you. Oh my God. Haven't you ever. I mean we all practice it like if you're you're married aren't you. You're right. Are not you. Okay. Don't you know when your wife is pissed without her saying anything. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's, that's clairvoyance. That's literally using telepathy. A funny funny, uh,
0: example of that actually is we were actually out somewhere like with my dad, he took us out to lunch, me and my wife and something happened where I knew that my wife was fucking pissed off and she like went to the bathroom and I said something to my dad and he was like, no way. Like, you're totally reading that wrong. Like, like that there's like, you, you totally are like, like off with your signals, you're, you're paranoid. You're imagining it. <laughs> and like, when she came back, cause me and my wife have like a good enough relationship for me to do this. I go, babe, let me, let me be transparent about something. Me and my dad, you know, we, we thought this, I thought that this bothered you. He said, no way. Just it. Could you be honest? Like whatever. She goes, yeah, that, that absolutely 100% bothered me. You were, you were I right. And I was annoyed. My dad was like, what the fuck? Like, like, yeah, right. He, he didn't see it and I saw it. So, or right. Like you said, uh, I felt it or intuited it. Now, Kat, let me, let me, right. I'm still trying to kind of get the picture here. So, you've clarified a lot that I appreciate. Um, the framework for you is not a formal like book or religion or structure. The no. framework for you is almost no framework. It's intuition, it's uh, experiences, your heritage, your family, it's in your blood. So, that being the case, right? You know, where does that awareness, um, like hit for you? Right, like you know, you're you're growing up. You're three years old. I feel like you're probably not doing tarot, or you know what I mean. So is it like how? I guess how old were you? Like what was your first experience, or when was the first mm. moment where you're like, holy shit, like I might have some fucking powers or that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: Um, well, I was always very gifted with my mom. My mom and I could talk clairvoyantly telepathically, like, like all the time. I always knew what she was thinking. She always knew what I was thinking. I couldn't get away with shit like nothing. I, I mean, the one time I tried to sneak out when I was little to literally go around the corner and hang out with my friends at the park. She was literally standing outside in her bathrobe waiting for me when I came back. And it wasn't like, she knew. She said she literally knew. She said she woke up and knew just intuitively that I was not in the house. And so that that connection was always there. For me, though, when I really knew something was different with me was I had an actual experience with other beings um, where I I woke up and I pretty much couldn't move. I felt paralyzed. um, And I was, but I was wide awake and I'm looking in my room and basically what had happened is there was a little um, kind of a creature and they were very animated, but they felt very dark. And there was a little creature like on the corner of one of my bed. And there was some up in the corner and then something literally when I was, you know, really, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm dreaming, maybe I'm dreaming, maybe I'm, a dream, I'm trying to wake up, I'm trying to wake up. Something started pushing me down in the bed. And I don't mean like with hands, I mean an entire energy like pushed my entire body slowly down into the bed, like a pressure. And all I could do was start praying. All I could do was tears were streaming out of my eyes. I was really scared. And I was like, what is this? And I didn't feel in danger, but I definitely felt like these these other beings were like laughing at me, you know, and I was like, what is this? You know, and I just I just kept praying and praying and praying. And I was like, God, whatever this is, take this away. I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be able to communicate with nature. I don't want to be able to communicate with animals. I don't want to be able to. Um, Because I always had this clairvoyance with animals and and, uh, nature, trees. I always felt like trees were talking to me or plants were talking to me. I felt like flowers were smiling at me. Like, I just always had that magical view on everything where everything was alive. I could see life inside of everything. What were they saying to you? I could they weren't saying anything. That's the worst part. They were just like laughing. They were just, there was no, there was no verbal no, language. I, sorry, being used.
0: That, that's my fault. Oh. Uh, I mean, when you were hearing, you know, trees and spirits and animals, quote unquote, talk to you, like what were the messages they were communicating?
1: I still do. I still do. And, and, and a lot of the times it's of love. Um, th- sometimes it's of please help. Sometimes it's I'm sad. Sometimes I mean to me like it's been the same emotions as the ones that I've experienced with like human beings, because I mean vibrationally you got to understand we are all energy. We are on, on the on the on the smallest level. <laughs> we are just tiny little blips of energy being held together by a magnetic force. When
0: you're having the experience, so, how are you processing it? Like when you say you know you feel like the trees are talking to me, I'm imagining. Yes by the way you're describing it that it's not like verbal it's not like literally the trees are speaking in human language to you and you're hearing them say like sentences and paragraphs type thing i'm getting the picture that it's like images and feelings am i imagining that am i hearing that right
1: yeah i would say that's more accurate i mean it's not like i imagine a voice in my head or anything like that um every once in a while when that happens to me that's the the angelic messages and it's very very clear and it's very much outside of my own brain because I know what my my voice sounds like inside my head um and it's very much outside of me when it comes to the trees it's internal when it or or the or the flowers or anything like that like it's it's very internal it's almost like um You know, that's why when people are like, oh, go hug a tree, you can really feel it. If you actually are in the right state, you can. You can feel the health of the tree. You can feel if a tree is, quote unquote, speaking to you. Like, I have felt like I've been walking through the forest and all of a sudden I'll feel a tree branch that's like on my shoulder. And I just feel like, oh, the tree is reaching out to me and just touching my shoulder just like a human being would. I mean, because again, if we're all energy and we're all made of the same thing as the galaxy, that means every living thing on this planet is. And so the trees are living, the the, the grass is living, flowers and plants are living, they're living beings. I mean, they have recordings of certain plants literally at time lapse and you can watch them breathe. They're, they're hooking up electrodes up to, uh, certain plants and, and, nowadays, and they're literally d- finding out that they have languages and they communicate with one another. There there's trees in Africa. Um, I heard this recently, like in the last year that, um, when giraffes start the really tall trees and giraffes will come and start eating the leaves, the trees put off a signature code to the other trees in the area to turn their leaves bitter so all of the leaves don't get eaten by the giraffes.
0: Yeah, that is actually really interesting to me um, because I I believe a lot of what you believe. I don't know your full belief system, but from what you're saying, a lot of it kind of jives with my own belief system that you know, I've kind of just found or created through the years. Like you said, it's not a formal book. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of echo and note that you know, your beliefs, it's interesting to me, even though there's no set path that we found or traveled upon, we've arrived at a lot of uh, the same conclusions.
1: I love that. Well, and to me, that shows that there is a vibration of the planet with um, kind of a general guideline, like in terms of kindness, in terms of being open to other energies besides ourselves looking outside of ourselves for um, beauty and magic and and realizing that there is so much to this world this world offers so much and we get so convoluted with all the things like, oh, we want the money and we want the cars or we want the trips or we want the jewelry or we want the relationship or we want the career. And it's like, wait a minute, what happened to just being grateful to this planet who has literally given it every single thing that we need to survive for free? the trees, you can build a shelter, you can build a home, you can go and find water and find a way to hydrate yourself. You can find food in abundance all over this planet. And you can create warmth. You can create a fire or you can you can go into uh, warm, you know, um, springs, you know, like heated pools and things like that. The, the, The earth literally provides everything that we need to survive for free. Yet we treat the earth like trash.
0: Yeah. I mean, not everybody, but yeah, I totally agree. There is this like weird separation between humans and quote unquote nature, which I don't personally understand because I, I push everything to the limit. I try to find like the boundary and the lines. Nature is something that comes from the earth. So humans come from the earth. So if a beaver like builds a dam, that's its natural habitat. But if a human builds a house, it's artificial and unnatural. Like where did we become not part of nature? So I agree with you, and I think that's where a lot of the, I guess, problems with the planet and with society come from is this disconnection with nature, disconnection from community, disconnection with each other, and really it's this like isolation uh, of self. Now, something else I kind of wanted to ask is, kind of stemming off that point where I was saying we have similar beliefs, I also have a side of me that's kind of like covering for what if this stuff is not true, or you know, like, what do you say to people who think this stuff is crazy kind of thing? Um, Do you have that side of you like where you have like something to say to those people or a way to explain it? Or is there like, you know, you, you just kind of ignore it and then kind of just echoing what you said before for the people that don't believe in the kind of spiritual part of it or the extra part of it. The example you gave was perfect because the example you gave is a proven scientific example that trees really do communicate under the ground with one another through their root networks. So I -hmm. like to find for those people that question, I'm always trying to bridge the gap between science and spirituality because though I believe what you believe, I also believe heavily in science, but my conviction is – like science and spirituality aren't at odds with each other. They're not separate things. They're not different beliefs. They're the same thing. And everything spiritual, one day we'll have the tools to measure it and to see it and to understand it. But we're just not technically uh, or technologically advanced enough to measure some of these things. But as we get more advanced, there we go. There we have the pre- trees are communicating and they're talking to each other. Right. And it's energy and it's science and it's the root network. But there's that reflection of the... The spiritual and then the physical. So, yeah, what what would you say about that? Like, what, what is your kind of perspective on uh, non-believers or skeptics?
1: Well, I, I, it would have to be almost point by point. And the reason I say that is because I've had non-believers and skeptics in every area of my life. And it's never been like a blanket where just like, oh, my God, you're completely full of shit. Like, I mean, there's always some truth to what I say, whether you want to believe it or not, it resonates inside of people. So even people, if, you know, they, they think I'm a little woo woo or they think whatever, here's the thing that doesn't make it not real. And everything that I've done, in fact, when I really got into my spiritual gifts, I had to go in and back it with science because of the way that I was raised in Catholicism. Like some of the stuff that I was doing was like, wait a minute, this could be perceived as being kind of bad. You know, like this could be perceived as being uh, something against, you know, like our source energy and our higher power. And it's like for me, it's like, wait a minute, I need to know why I can do what I can do. How can I tell you, you know, a message from your grandmother who's been gone for 20 years? Like, specifically, how can I give you, uh, you know, like, I'm trying to think of something right now. Like, the only thing I can think of is, um, I had this one grandmother who showed me images of her dancing around on her tiptoes. And she was giving a message to the daughter. And the granddaughter was there as well. That's who my friend was. But I kept saying, okay, so she's showing me, like, she's literally, like, on her tiptoes. And she's kind of, like, spinning around. And she's kind of, like, almost, like, walking on her tiptoes. And I go, that's very strange for me. And they both started laughing. And I was like, what? And they're like, she was a ballroom dancer. I was like, oh, that makes total sense. Of course she'd be on her tiptoes. You know what I mean? She, She dances on her toes, you know, like. And, and so they show me things like that. But for me and how I can explain that is it's an energetic vibration and I'm reading the vibration of the energy. So, for example, um, if a Braille reader reads a card, like when they take their fingers and they actually touch the little bumps on the card so they can read what it's saying with their fingertips, um, it's, it's a practice. Like you have to learn how to do that. Just like you have to learn how to listen to energy signatures or certain things that are being, quote unquote, told to you. Because years ago, you couldn't tell people that you heard voices. People thought you were crazy. But the funny thing is, is we hear voices all the time. We talk to ourselves on the regular all the time. You hear your mom and dad's voice, or your auntie's voice, or your grandma's voice, or you hear your teacher's voice, or you hear somebody's voice inside of you. You know, maybe it's that little angel and devil thing that's helping to guide you. But we hear these things all the time. And we push him aside and push him aside and push him aside. And it's kind of like having the universe is kind of like your best friend who is always going to be there for you, but isn't going to push their way into your life. It's going to come knocking at your door and saying, I'm here to help you. I want you to be the best creator possible. You are a co-creator with me. You're the physical manifestation of consciousness. Like you're the physical manifestation of thought. That's what we are as human beings. Consciousness came first, not much matter. We are 99.99999% energy and we're less than 1.01% matter. So the energy comes first. The consciousness comes first. The thought of this existence had to come before the, 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 the earth did 4.7 billion years ago. Like the the thought of it. And so we are conscious creators. And so the things that we think become energy. The things that we think that come out of our brain become a possibility of creation and manifestation. That's why we have to really guard what our thoughts are. We have to really take control of our mind and realize that we have control over our thoughts. We let our mind get away with us, we let the mind race. And so all of this, controlling your thoughts, controlling your emotions, listening to that quiet space, that's all spirituality. We do it all the time, whether you know it or not, whether you want to put a label on it or not. Maybe you call that your, your angel on your shoulder and maybe I call that consciousness or maybe I call that my, my auntie, you know what I mean, or, or that's my god. Or that's my, you know, my ancestor. It's it, we put different labels on right. Everything. Someone
0: else might call so, it like or, an intuition, or someone else might call exactly. it like a gut feeling. Someone else might call right. it uh, their conscience, their little Jiminy uh, Cricket, so to speak. Right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. But it's all the same thing. And I mean, I feel the same way with higher power. Like there's lots of different names for uh, a higher power that's guiding us, that's loving us, that wants the best for us, that really focuses on our pure alignment. But everybody, there's lots of different people have lots of different names for that higher power.
0: Yeah. Let me, and uh,
1: I think that's perfect. Let me ask
0: you another question here. You're kind of leading perfectly into a question I wanted to bring up. We're talking about language. We're talking about how there's many different words to express the same thing. One of the struggles I had on my journey to find and understand spirituality and get from the place where I was a total skeptic, I thought it was all bullshit and woo-woo, I was I was atheist scientist, there's no higher power, there's no energy, and I eventually moved past that to where I believe, again, essentially what I believe you believe or what you're saying you believe, but I couldn't do that myself without... Finding a language, finding the way to connect it to science, like finding the right words, finding spiritual teachers on YouTube and all that type of stuff. So for you, I know you said a lot of it's intuitive. Did the words just come to you or did you also need to kind of like define the framework through other influences and other teachers? Because while we both agree that, you know, you and I, you know, we're not going by a book. You could still hear it in your words, and that's how I could say, I think I believe what you believe because whatever you're believing and whatever you're saying, it's obvious to me or my belief is that it is coming from like a very structured framework, but it's not something that was given to you. It's a framework you've built. So how did you build that framework, and how did you find the language to express it and to do so?
1: Wow. Okay, so – Um, It's like a multi-part question there, which is incredibly deep. So first of all, um, it it, it, it starts inside my soul. So the first thing is, is I knew there was something very special about me. And I feel like every single person on this planet should feel the same way about themselves. I'm not saying I'm better than, more special, different. You know, I'm just different. (laughs) We're all different, you know, but... The, the, the feeling that I had on the inside was that there was something very important for me to do here. Ever since I was a kid, I felt very, very um, strongly that there was something inside my soul that was calling to me to help this planet, to help people, to help animals, to just be of service. I always felt that from when I was little. Um, having the clairvoyance, being able to talk to my mom telepathically, my sister, knowing things were going on in our family, um, obviously digging into that a little bit, getting freaked out by these other, you know, creatures and things like that and shutting it off for a while and then using science to understand the work behind energy was very important to me. But my God, it's other teachers. Absolutely, it's other people. Absolutely, it's daily practice. Absolutely. And the thing is, is even here's the best part. You know, the best part is going and finding teachers that are saying exactly the things that I was downloaded, because for me, that was validation. Who are your
0: like biggest teachers and influences?
1: Oh, my God, the list is so long. Um, I have literally, uh, oh my gosh. So Edgar Casey was probably one of the original ones. uh, much, much older man. Um, I've looked into the works of Tesla. Uh, I love Abraham Hicks, um, Esther Hicks. Um, I've always, I really, the thing is, here's the funny thing. I'm, because of my, uh, my, my nature, I am more science than I am um, into the woo-woo. I love the woo-woo, and my child is, like, all about the woo-woo. Like, my inner child is all about the woo-woo. But I really, 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 my heart is about science. I like logic. I always joke that I was raised by Doctor Spock and friggin' like the Skywalker's because I'm such a sci-fi girl, and I love science and I love being able to. I like provable things, but I love the mystical, and that for me, science and magic together, or science and spirituality together, are magic. And so that to me is, I like I can't. I I I I listen to like the 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 old speakers that really talk to my soul like um uh Dale Carnegie or um oh my gosh I can't why am I I'm super blanking on the like, guy I listen to literally all the time um
0: Do you listen to Teal Swan at all or whatever
1: uh, No I've never I've never listened to
0: him a lot or of, her. Uh, she's like a speaker intuition psychic, uh, public figure, uh, YouTube personality, a lot of her framework seems very similar to yours.
1: Well, and that's, to me, that's the coolest thing is, is finding other people who are out there, who are influencers, who are out in the public and already speaking. And they're saying exactly what I've gotten downloaded or what I've heard in the quiet times or what I've written in my journals or things like that. And to me, that's validation. That's a confirmation for me. And that's when I really, really, really started listening because I was like, okay, wait a minute. These people are proclaimed self, you know, like psychics out there and they're literally getting the same messages that I'm getting privately. So for me, that was a massive validation and it would be. It'd be really hard for me to name because I'm the type of person where I'll literally I'll listen to this one and then I'll I'll, you know, finger happy trigger over to this one and then finger happy trigger over to this one and I'll I'll read and I'll listen and I'll um, it's just there's so many good teachers out there. And for different times in my life, I would listen to different things. I love Tony Robbins. I love Joe Dispenza. I love um, uh, 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 Christy Marie Marie Sheldon. um, uh, I mean, even Arianna Huffington um, or like um, uh, Louise Hay. I mean, these, these women are incredibly powerful speakers and they go a little bit into spirituality. But again, they're talking about the human condition. We're talking about you know human beings being in that that gentle state of peace and love and kindness and when we're in that alignment that's when we hear those beautiful messages because on that frequency on that vibration is where all the blessings are it's where all the love is it's where everybody's the same it's where every single human being can say you know what i am worthy i was born worthy i am good enough i am here for a purpose You know what I mean? So these are these are things where that we're we're all the same and and we all at at some point in our lives, we all have that. I agree
0: with you. I want to just echo that point you said about having that validation from finding something that you found yourself and then seeing somewhere that didn't bring you to that belief and noticing this completely different thing has arrived at the same belief. And that's kind of how I have woven, you know, my structure, my foundation for my belief of spirituality and religion is looking at many, many different religions and reading different religious texts and trying to understand where all these people are coming from. And then asking myself, what's common about all these religions? Like, take away all the differences, take away, you know, the kind of more like daily practice rules about what to eat and what to wear. What are, you know, they kind of all saying and is there a common message? My answer to that was a resounding yes. So, you know, I'm getting a lot of that validation from you also here, because in addition to all, you know, the things and the speakers you've said, like, you know, your beliefs are resounding with mine and, you know, you're the guest, like it's about you, you're, you know, doing the talking, the spotlights on you. So, you know, I haven't as deeply went into, you know, my beliefs and all that. But, you know, hopefully I could give some of that back to you that I'm another example. I'm another person who independently of, you know, having talked to you or been influenced by you to get to this belief. I have that same belief. Now we have, uh, I think, about like 10 minutes or so left here. Um, Usually we go into like what I call the super shill part of the episode where if you're selling anything or if you have a product or something you want to direct people to like or follow, uh you know we would jump into that so that'll be the next thing but the last question i want to ask you and it's okay if we run you know like a minute or a few minutes over because i feel like this is an important question uh before you know you kind of do your super shill or whatever or if you don't have something to show whatever you want to spend the time um (laughs)
1: um,
0: because you know it's all about you and providing you the value in the space but i guess in so this could be something you know you could write a hundred pages on this and i understand that's the type of question but in an as, uh, I guess, succinct or compact or summarized answer as possible. We've been talking a lot about both of us having the same framework, this same foundation. And I know this because you've come to beliefs that it's like to get to the belief, you need to have a certain framework. So I know a lot about what you're talking about. For someone who's totally new to this, can you try to lay out that framework, like, like you know, in in answering questions, is like, what is like God to you? What is energy to you? Uh, what is good and so new, like, new to
1: spirituality in general?
0: Sorry,
1: new someone that's new to spirituality in general. Is that is that yeah the specific question you're asking? yeah like an okay.
0: answer that? You know, you don't need to have a lot of prior knowledge to understand.
1: Oh my gosh. yeah. um, if somebody was new to spirituality and they really wanted to tap into it more, I'm is that is that what you're asking? Well, or just yes, understand but not it just more?
0: tap into it more um like for themselves, specifically if they wanted to understand your personal belief, like if they wanted to kind of follow uh-huh. your plan or your system, you know, what are the rules because, your system was built by you. It doesn't come from a book. And right. you know, you you don't have like a Bible right. or a religious text. But if you had to tell somebody your Bible, your religious text, your Ten Commandments, your yeah. conception, like what is the framework you've built for yourself?
1: I would say really and truly to understand me, you just need to have an open heart and keep that childlike curiosity open. Because for me, I'm ever evolving. I'm constantly changing. I am learning more about myself every single day. And so what I want to encourage people to do is follow their own heart and listen to what makes sense to them. Because if I'm saying something that makes you feel good, if I'm saying something that, that causes you to vibrate, or you're like, oh my gosh, I remember in a dream, or I remember hearing this in my head, or, you know, gosh, I read that somewhere, and you just said the exact same thing, or you just said the exact same book, or you just named off something that somebody else just told me, like, I would say just be aware of that, be open to that and follow those beautiful little omens and those beautiful little clues like breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs. Yeah. You know and one
0: of the bigger questions, uh, you know, we've talked about energy source, the universe, God, you know, I know it's a tough question, but if, if you could, what is God to you?
1: Oh, man. God to me is the most Oh, I'm going to start crying. But like the most loving, incredible, accepting, um, unassuming, like forgiving, just energy. It's like a source of energy that basically is pure. So like if we really, really had no judgments, if we really, really could get to that place of love. If we could really see everything with a compassionate and forgiving heart and realize, like, we're all going through this experience together, to me, that's God. But, see, to me, God is everything and everywhere. Like, God is like the water. Like, God literally takes the container of anything that it fills, so just like water, if, if you know, we're, we're filled with water, right? So that means we're filled with that light. We're filled with that love. We're filled with that energy. So to me, it's, it's a source of pure love and pure energy. And so I would imagine, so- you know,
0: you don't picture like a guy with a beard. You probably I'm thinking you picture like a genderless or both genders or all-encompassing. Cause if it's literally water and trees then it's man, then it's woman, it's everything. And it's oneness. Itself. It's
1: everything. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, to me, it's kind of thinking of a man sitting up in the clouds, just hanging out with a big staff and he's just chilling, watching us. I mean, I just don't think that that ever has been the point of any religious texts for us to think that there's just somebody chilling up there. You know, I, I, I just, it doesn't, it never even made sense to me as a kid because I was like, "Well, that wouldn't." I don't know. I just it, 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 it to me. It, my mind can't wrap around that, and so that's just my. Yeah, mind.
0: I. I'm I not agree. saying
1: anybody else like I it, can't like, picture the guy with else,
0: the beard. I, I can't picture that.
1: No, I just can't. I just can't. And and again, I, it, this is not to go against so anybody else's belief system. I definitely don't want to put down anybody that feels that that might be the case, but it's just for me, I can't wrap my head around that. For me, my head wraps around the fact that I believe that God is all of us and we are love. And we, they say, you know, I mean, if you are raised in any type of religious sect at all, they say, you know, God is inside of us, that we're made in the likeness of God, you know, and if that's the case, then, we all are God, like every single one of us. Like every every hair on our body, every drop of water, every grain of sand, every little molecule, every atom. I mean, that's that's all. It's all of us, yeah. right? I mean, and 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 that's what for me. That's what we're supposed to be getting back to because the separation when people feel pain or people feel lost or people feel. Um, You know, uh, anger or uh, for me, that's a further distance from your source energy, because the closer you get to source energy, the closer you get to peace, the closer you get to love, the closer you get to kindness and compassion and forgiveness. And when you feel that way, all of a sudden you want everybody else to feel that way. You want everybody else to succeed. You want to help everybody else get to that place. And I know that from my own personal experience, the more complete and whole that I feel on the inside, the more I want to pour it out onto other people. And I want to share it when I'm feeling broken, when I'm feeling messed up, when I'm feeling down, when I I, I'm, I seclude myself, I isolate, I separate because I don't want that energy pouring off onto other people. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, the further away we are from our our quote unquote, you know, higher power or, you know, whatever that is to you, the, the more distress we're going to have in our life. Yeah. So the yeah. more that we emulate that beautiful source energy and really realize that, you know what, this planet is our number one priority. This planet, this home planet is our number one priority, period. End of story. There's nothing else I, for me. There's I no other. Totally. I was going to
0: say I agree with you totally, because, like I said before, if you really understand, um, you know, that there it doesn't make sense to separate humans from nature, humans are nature, which means at one point, even if you believe in science, that Earth was a planet, which means it was like a ball of clay type of thing. And from a ball of clay, humans just arose from that. You could call it evolution. You could call it whatever you want. I think even if you believe in science, like, that's fucking magic to me. Like, if I, if I had a right. ball of fucking Earth that had no life on it, <laughs> and even if it was science, whatever the fuck it was, at some point, there was life on it, and I saw that happen, I would be like, that's fucking wild. Holy fucking shit. So So, right. yes, the Earth right. is the primary, like, you know— priority or focus because we literally are the earth we we are little pieces of the earth walking around there's only one thing it is the earth everything on the earth you know strike meteorites whatever everything on the earth is the earth a building a fucking tree the what everything on the earth is the fucking earth there is nothing on earth that isn't earth we're all earth so that definitely i think answers my question uh about what is god now one more finer question here before we uh move to wrapping up Um, let me ask you. So I think that's clear. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. The place where a lot of people go into saying woo woo or freaked out or whatever is when you talk about angels, when you talk about spirits, when you talk about talking to the dead kind of thing in, you know, whatever words, like I said, kind of summarize, I know it's a hard question, but what is your framework for that? Like, after god you know what are angels like what what is, what is well all that again other for energy? me it,
1: it's it's a different form of energy that i choose to call angels because it's the way i was taught so uh i mean you people some people call them ancestors you know what i mean i mean some people uh just say it's a, a voice on the Would wind say, some like, people disembodied say
0: embodied consciousnesses like they're just Really?
1: I mean, but if you think about it, we, we, again, we hear that all the time. Like you hear your guidance of your grandmother in the back of your mind. When you go to just like, you see a piece of garbage, you drop a garbage on the ground and you hear grandma in the back of your mind going, "Uh-uh, sweetie, we don't, we don't, we don't dirty the planet. Like we don't, we don't trash the planet. You got to pick up your garbage. Like, you have to be okay, a responsible so, human, and you need to take so care So you of don't
0: believe, then, that there's, like, a hell or an underworld, like like, that there's, like, some sort of physical place where these people are and, like, have a body kind of thing also?
1: No, I actually don't. I really don't, because here's the thing. I think it's what we create, because I do believe that we come here embodied in the physical in order to... Make experiences go back into the consciousness because every single experience that we have, everybody in the consciousness is experiencing. So that's why they say there's a saying that says what you do to one, you do to many. So what you do to yourself, you do to all. Like when you hurt the least, you know, like when you help the least of them, you help the most, you know, that it would like it's it, that the idea is what you do to one blade of grass you're doing to the entire universe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you take out a, a sparrow with your BB, when you were a kid, you were killing a part of consciousness and of life. Yeah, I think well, good, bad or I, indifferent, good, bad I, or I, indifferent. It's there's no judgment. Yeah, on I there. think,
0: well, good, bad or different. I think, yeah, I mean right to live you have to kind of kill so to speak like even as you breathe there's microorganisms in the air that are done, exactly kind of thing. so right like no judgment on it um, but the core principle it's, is it's, you know that there is a goodness there is an energy you know that these
1: well look at what people people make their own personal hell right here on the planet people literally choose right. their own personal hell right so here on planet the and, and the other, thing is is I believe they take that back in a context one
0: other thing for you Um, do you believe there is any physical aspect to any part of it? Like, and specifically, I guess a lot of people believe that, uh, angels can take physical form, can like, uh, you know, be on the earth and walk the planet or that they did at one point, or that some of the, you know, stories in the Bibles where they say an angel were there, you know, are true or that type of thing. Do you believe that angels have a physical form And that maybe angels do live somewhere, reside somewhere when they're not communicating or that angels also and, you know, all forms of that is pure energy.
1: That's a great question. Uh, um, And I just don't know, to be completely frank with you, because I've experienced what I consider to be human beings who I am absolutely convinced are angels um i have seen animals that are have no reason to walk up to me like a little angel like little or a child walk up to me and grab my leg that i didn't know and to me that child was an angel giving me love like you know to me like it's kind of like the god thing where angels can be everywhere and they can be in anything i mean i just don't I, I, to me saying that you die and you either go up or down and you're in locked in this persona, like you're locked in a demon or you're locked in an angel body or I, I, to me, that's very limiting. And to me, the universe isn't about limitation. It's about evolution. And so I don't think that, I mean, cause the physicality, we're only 0.01% or less of matter. So consciousness is who we actually are. We are actually consciousness having this, this organic human experience. And the humanity, the, 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 the carbon meat suit that we leave behind when we leave this, this transition off this planet doesn't go with us anywhere. And do I know if there's a a space suit out there where some really naughty people are hanging out in some wicked area that's hot by the sun? How the hell would I know that? I'm not there. I don't know. I can't experience that unless I've been there. So there are mysteries of the universe that I will never experience because I won't go to those dark places. I won't go to those places where that's what my consciousness is focusing on. And so I couldn't responsibly even ever answer that question because I'm never going to experience that. And so for me, like I said, angels are everywhere. I get guidance everywhere. I definitely have what I consider an angel. An angel is somebody to me who guides me with love, with kindness, with respect, with um, compassion, with honesty, you know, with a clear message. Um, And I think angels can like come in lots of different forms. I mean, I think angels come in. There's a there's a little boy that I adore that's on Instagram. If you guys don't know him, his name is Little Mateo, and he's this little dwarf child. And there's something about him. But that kid's an angel baby. He is an angel on earth. That every time I see him, every time I I hear his sweet little voice, there is something inside of me that literally. Could melt an ice age. <laughs> like it warms my soul to the point where I am just in love with life. And it's just this little angel baby. You know what I mean? So to me, he's an angel, yeah. but he's in physical form. Totally, so I totally mean,
0: understand. You know, for you, it's all energy. Everything comes from an energy perspective. Uh, you know, you, yeah. you're not too worried or too concerned about thinking about the physical. You're willing to have certain <laughs> things that you don't know. And you're okay with that and you're secure with that. And I think that's beautiful. I think more people need to kind of find that comfort with saying, you know, I don't know kind of thing. One point that I'll say to clarify uh, just a difference in my belief, I kind of ponder things from all angles. So in my belief system, like I, I have like multiple kind of belief systems that I'm like simulating or kind of running at the same time. And then kind of like checking them against each other. And then, you know, kind of taking the average or base result from that. So I'll say, One of my belief systems or one of my angles that I ponder it from is literally exactly what you said, where, you know, I either don't know or there isn't a physical uh, and everything is just pure energy. And it comes, you know, through physical form of humans and, you know, the plants and nature. The other way I conceptualize it on the scientific angle of things for, you know, people who wonder about this, I think it's also possible that there's not really a difference to me between or a big difference between what people call, if you believe in the physical form, like if you believe it, right. Only if you believe the physical form, then to me, there literally is no difference between the term angels and aliens. Cause then it's literally a physical thing coming from somewhere else. That's an alien. So right. Angels could also be a physical thing that does live in some sort of either other planet or some sort of other dimension of reality. And have right. either the ability like through their own consciousness right like it's a uh, you know like animals have different abilities and instincts right like it's literal or you said you have like a- a intuitive and empathic abilities so either they literally have the innate ability to transcend dimensions through some sort of like very advanced evolutionary process right or they have you know become cyborgs or you know, have the technology or they're still themselves, but they work with technology or in some way use technology to get to the point where they could cross between dimensions. So that's just another way. I think that's totally plausible. I don't think anything disproves that. I think a lot of things lend to that potentially being true. Um, But yeah, we're, we're going to go. No,
1: I love, I love that explanation. I mean, and I'm very a hundred percent and I, I mean, I have zero <laughs> I like I really don't care what anybody else thinks like but I 100% know we're not alone. hundred percent no we're not alone because it's not even plausible that we would be with the amount of galaxies, with the amount of universes the, I mean there's no you know if, I... it, we're the aliens. I mean, we're aliens just as much as any any other creature out in the the planetary system right if you
0: if you're scientifically minded, the question isn't really, is there life out there? Cause the probability across the odds of like the vast existence of the universe, it's like an obvious yes. The real question is, right. Have we experienced it? And, you know, does it exist like in a way where, you know, it can communicate with humans, but I just want to be conscious of time. I do got to wrap it up here. Uh, You know, we could go for about, you know, five or 10 more minutes or so. Like I said, You know, so you could have your time, like I give to all the guests, to do like you know a super shill kind of thing. If you have something to shill, selling that type of uh, you know promotion, you want to do self promote or whatever you want to you know last message, mic drop moment, however you want to close out (laughs) to spend the last you know five to ten minutes here.
1: Um. Well, the one the one thing that I really want to talk about is I have two things. Um, my mission, really and truly, that I. And put here to do is to bring clean water to everybody on the planet. I have a very, very passionate uh, mission to really make sure that everybody has clean water. Uh, It's possible we have enough water on the planet. Um, It's just, at this point, technology. It's about getting the right people with the right money to believe the right things and really... Um, realize that it's a it's a basic human need. Like this is something that we should all be allowed to have in our life is clean water, um, have access to clean water, and we have the same amount of water on the planet that we've always had our since since the earth was formed. They've carbon dated water. Um, it's usable water that matters. So being conscientious of, you know, how long you're letting the faucet run, how many times you're flushing your toilet, your excess use of water, letting your hose run outside, you know, I mean, all these things matter so much. And so I created a warrior woman program. It's literally a 12 week training program that I went through myself two years ago um, to become the woman that I've always wanted to. And so that program actually launches uh, publicly in the end of February. So I would just say if it is something that you're looking to do is look inside yourself and bring forth that strong, aligned version of yourself that wants to make a difference on this planet, that I would definitely encourage you to keep up with me and uh, check out the program when I launch it. And I, I need... I need help. I need people that really care and that are aligned and know who they are and that want to make a difference on this planet to stand up. And I am putting a call out to everybody on this planet to basically stand up and to make a difference because we are the ones there. there, There's no more. This is the future. This is no more, you know, uh, be the change you wish to see. The time is now. We are the change or we're not period. You're either contributing to the planet's survival or you're not like there's, this is very black and white. So I'm calling everybody to rise and be the best version of yourself that you possibly can. And when you're happy and when you're aligned and you are living your passion, then you know you are contributing to the universe. And your passion could simply be to sit and care for flowers or sit and and write poems as the water, you know, trickles by on this beautiful little... Uh, River or you know, it it could be so many different things It doesn't have to be the same as me It doesn't have to be the same as you the person you admire most in this world. It has to be all of you but we are Magic and we are miracles and we were born worthy. Every single one of us Is worthy of our dreams There's a reason you have them because you're meant to live them out There's a reason you have a pull inside of you to do something bigger and better and to make a difference. And it's because it's who you were born to be. So get out of your own way and realize, guess what? There's always going to be problems on this planet. But do you want a higher level of problems or do you want a lower level of problems? Do you want to worry about food and money or do you want to worry about where you're, um, you know, basically going on vacation this year? Or, you know, the, the technology issues of your, your speaking stage, you know, when you're talking to thousands of people and making a difference or making sure that you have the, the right paint brushes for your masterpiece because you've got so many to choose from. You know, you want the higher quality of problems in your life because we're always going to go through things. We are going to go through this life one way or another. And I'm asking you to tap into your highest version of yourself and to do the work, to believe in yourself, to get out of your own way, because you are the only person that is stopping you from living your dreams. There is nobody else on this planet that has control over your mind. You have the opportunity right here, right now to change your life, to make a decision, because that's all it is, is a decision. That's all anything ever is, is one decision to another. And you can change your mind. I'm going to go. You can make a better decision. I'm going to go ahead and
0: second that. I agree with literally every word you just said. So add my energy along with that and just boost, uh, you know, the putting of that message out into the universe here of everything that you said um i think you said there was another topic also that you wanted to cover um i think i, I think that was everything all right awesome now if i want to reach out to you um you know you made this call to action here you talked about the program that you have i'm assuming either people could just dm you or it's going to be one of the links in your link tree would that be correct is that uh
1: Oh, it'll be everywhere. Yeah, as soon as it goes um, full launch uh, on the website uh, towards uh, the very, very end of February, beginning of March, um, it'll be everywhere. And so it'll be marketed. It'll be on all my social medias. Um, It will not be hard to find. It's the Warrior Woman training program. And just because it's Warrior Woman does not mean that a man could not take the course or um, no matter if you identify as a he, she, they, it doesn't matter. This is anybody can use the course it just happens to be my journey and so I named it the warrior woman training program because I wanted to bring the warrior out in me
0: so you have a date that for the launch of that
1: um it should go public uh, uh, March 1st so it's I, I'm working with my coach to make sure all the website things are working and all the widgets are working and uh I'm learning tech as I go <laughs> So tech has been a real interesting part of this. I've definitely uh, gained some knowledge in the tech area of my life. But, um, yeah, it's slated to uh, um, start advertising and going live as of March 1st. And we're looking to actually start the program most likely in the very first week of May. So you would have two months um, to check into that between March and April.
0: Awesome. Love to hear it again. I love your energy. I love this conversation. You know, at the end of like, I could go on for another hour or two. And um, <laughs> you know, I gotta help our baby though. So I, I um, even I don't want to. So just know that. Just know, I love this conversation. I never want to cut it off. Uh, right. I, I thank you for you know sharing your message. Everybody in the audience, please, you know, if you could go ahead, you know, like and retweet the space. You know, check out Cat Heart. check out her page, like her page, follow her page, you know, check out her link tree, check out her stuff, check out her links. She's putting a lot of uh, positive energy and positive message and wisdom into the world. Check out her TikTok. She is the fairy godmother. She will bring magic into your life. She has definitely brought magic into my life. I hope you feel that she has brought some of that same magic into yours tonight. Uh, just want to thank everybody in the audience. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you giving us your time as well you know, learning here with us, growing with us, being positive with us and, you know, putting out that positive energy into the universe with us, amplifying that force of the positive into the collective. So thank you so much. The last thing I'll say here uh, is thank you again, Kat, for coming on. Thank you so much for your time. Always appreciate guest time. Appreciate, you know, the universe and God for bringing these guests to me and to be on the show. And then the last message is a message always from our friend Afakasi Brand. You are loved. If you haven't heard it today, you are loved. As we said, the universe is one positive force. It's one energy. One way to look at it and the way we choose to look at it and believe it is that energy is love and it is love itself. And if you haven't heard it today, you are loved. Mm-hmm.